Spirit, one God, amen. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages, amen. Who find tonight, always in Vespers, there is a reading that will help us to repent, because the service of Vespers is a, a service of repentance. The psalm says, He set my feet upon the rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. But then the gospel talks about Jesus encountering each soul. And each soul is telling Jesus, Jesus, but we prophesied in your name and we cast out demons in your name and we have done many wonders in your name. And he will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And he contrasts that to the one who was not wise and heard the sayings but didn't do anything about them. Notice both of them heard, but one did with what they heard and the other one didn't. This is like a, a good time for each one of us to ask ourselves, how much listening do I do and how much doing do I do? And if we look at St. Moses, we, found, we find that it was enough for the Spirit to stir in his heart a very small stirring to rouse him from such, such depravity and such sinfulness and such a, such a, a horrible life in his own words, I'm not passing judgment on him, to a path of holiness. What is this path of holiness? In Isaiah 35, there's a beautiful and absolutely beautiful verse that can explain to us the path that St. Moses took. There's a verse that talks to us about how to be like St. Moses. And if we take just a short little time to contemplate on it, we will find many secrets and many mysteries hidden therein, and the most beautiful of them all. If you open your Bibles to Isaiah 35, verse 8, you'll find that this chapter comes after Isaiah 34, obviously, and Isaiah 34 is a proclamation against all nations. So there are many chapters in Isaiah which are a proclamation against Egypt, a proclamation against Edom, a proclamation against Moab, a proclamation against Assyria. Then there comes this final chapter, which is a proclamation against all nations and saying, none of you have heard, none of you have listened, and I will raise up my wrath against all of you against all nations. That's chapter 34. And it ends on a hopeful note, and then chapter 35 is full of promises. Every verse almost in chapter 35 is a promise. And we find there the famous phrase that he will make streams of water in the desert, um, which of course there has been a song written about that and many, many other songs as well. But if you go to verse Eight, you'll find that Isaiah is saying, A highway shall be there and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. You know, like in the book of Proverbs, it goes on and on about the fool, you know? And it seems like the fool is hopeless. Like there's no hope for the fool. 
The fool is, is does this foolishly, does that foolishly. The fool is, there's no hope for him. Like the fool is a mess, right? But this says that the fool, if he walks in the highway of holiness, he will find his way. Even the fool, even the fool, if he walks in the highway of holiness, he can find the way. What is this highway of holiness? Saint Moses wants us to know what is this highway of holiness. He wants to share with us what is this highway of holiness. First of all, the word highway to us means like an express route or something. That's not the intention here at all. The word highway here really means like what it literally says here, that it is a way which is high. So in the olden times, sometimes what they would do when the, the army was coming through um, and they had to go through a valley, sometimes what they would do is they would, they would fill an area in the center of the valley with dirt so that the army doesn't have to go down the valley and back up again. They could just go straight and they could travel faster and not get as tired. So like if we were like, uh, you know, part of the Roman Empire, I don't know, whatever, and we want to make it easier for our armies as they're going out, we might make a highway for them, a raised way, right? Sometimes, caused a cause, sometimes called a causeway. This highway of holiness. We find here many secrets. First of all, for whom is this highway of holiness? If we go on to verse 10, we'll find that this highway is for those who are returning from captivity. This highway is for the remnant or those who have remained after the great tribulation, after the captivity. This highway is for the redeemed. This highway is for the chosen ones. This highway is not for everybody. It says actually it is not for the unclean. In verse 8 when we read it, it said it is not for the unclean. But it is a highway of holiness and it is for the redeemed. Both of course the redeemed of Israel but also like you know historically those coming back from Babylon but also for it has a spiritual meaning. Right? And it has a spiritual meaning for you and for me. In um, uh, Isaiah eleven sixteen, it says, There will be a highway for the remnant of his people who will be left from Assyria. What other verses do you remember about a way? In Isaiah, it talks about a way. Do you remember Isaiah 40, verse 3, where it talks about the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord. We're speaking about John the Baptist, right? So we know that this way that is in the wilderness is in the wilderness, is desolate, is, is desert on, so, on, the so, on either side. If you're walking and you feel like you're walking in the desert sometimes, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. What else can we learn? This way is straight. This way is not windy. This way is not complicated. What does it mean, make straight the way of the Lord? means this way is not complicated. Also in Isaiah, you find another verse saying that I, out of crooked sticks, I will make a straight path for them. We can take this verse, I frequently look at that verse, and I look at the, my life history, and I look like St. Moses at my past, and I, see, I say, yes, Lord, it's true I gave you crooked sticks, but you have made a straight path. 
out of them. You have made a straight path out of them. Abuna Tadros shares with us some nice thoughts. We'll save them till the end of our sermon. What can we expect to find along this way? You know what we can expect to find along this way? In Isaiah 49 verse 10, it says, They shall neither hunger nor thirst, neither heat nor sun shall strike them, for he who has mercy on them will lead them. Even the springs of wa- by the springs of water, he shall guide them. We can expect that the guide along this way is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. We can expect him to say, Behold, the virgin shall be with son and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is God with us. We can expect that he will be there with us. We can expect that along this way, there is no sun and no moon to light the way, because he is the light of that temple, like it says in the book of Revelation. What else can we expect along this way? We can expect what we see in Psalm 19 or 18 in the Igbeya that we pray in the morning prayer, that the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. We can expect that the way is sure, that there is no um, hesitancy in the way. The way is easy. We can expect what it says in Psalm 25, that good and upright is the Lord, The humble he guides in justice. The humble he teaches his way. We can find that it's probably easy for us to walk in the way if we're humble. But I want to cut to the chase. What is this way? Well, it's the highway of holiness. What does holiness mean? I found a beautiful definition, the most beautiful definition I ever read about holiness. Holiness is the rectitude of the human nature and will in conformity to the the divine nature and will. Isn't that so obvious and so simple? And yet, it eludes me all the time. What is holiness? Holiness is the rectitude of the human nature and human will in conformity with the divine nature and the divine will. Is the rectitude, the alignment, the straightening out, the, the making straight of my will in conformity with God's will. That's what this way is all about. That's what's called the highway of holiness. If it was the highway to America, it would lead us to America. If it was the highway to this or to that, it's the highway of holiness. It will, re- it will lead us to holiness. And there's so much more that could be said about that. But I really want to cut to the chase that not only do we find that along this way, the light, the light, the light posts, the, the lamps that are on the highway are the Lord Jesus Christ. The guide is the Lord Jesus Christ. I have even better news for you. The way is the Lord Jesus Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. The highway of holiness is another name for Jesus. We don't need... In Christianity, Christianity is not a religion like other religions are a religion. The root word of the word religion comes from the same root word as the word rules. Christianity is not about rules. If you do this and do this and do this, you're good. If you do this and do this, you do this, you're bad. Christianity is not like that. Nor is it about spirituality. 
I know I'm saying some things that could be misunderstood. Nor is it that Christianity is about having spiritual experiences. Yes, you will have spiritual experiences. But that's not what Christianity is about. Christianity is, in, in regards to spirituality, is about being led by the Holy Spirit. It's not being, uh, uh, pray this, if you do this and do this and do this, you'll achieve this and this result. I can give you uh, a structure of prayer for the Jesus prayer that will give you a, a very... Uh, uh, um, seems like supernatural uh, experiences by modifying your breathing and the lighting and so on and so on by modifying all of these things can make you feel like you're hallucinating like you're seeing angels yeah i can i can teach you how to do that but that's not what christian spirituality is about Christian spirituality, Christianity is about walking with the Spirit of God. He teaches me how to pray. He teaches me how to fast. He teaches me every step of the way with the guidance of my spiritual father as well, of course, right? Christianity is all you're going to find. We're going to find everything. If we search for a, a recipe, we're going to find the recipe is Jesus. If we search for a book, the Word of God is who is Jesus. The way is who is Jesus. The light that will light our path is who is Jesus. Everything is Jesus. He is everything. He is our all in all, like St. Paul says. He is the highway of holiness. It suffices. It suffices for me to close the door of my room, of my closet, like it says in the King James Version. It suffices for me to close the door to have intimacy with my Jesus alone. I want to ask you something. As the bride of Christ, you and me, as the bride of Christ, okay, how many people are there in your marriage bed? Any answer other than two is wrong. One is wrong. Three is not only wrong, it's sad. It's dishonorable. Let us go and find our marriage bed again with our holy bridegroom. Let us go find our secret place with our holy bridegroom again. Let us find him who is the way, who is the highway of holiness. Let us find Him and have our intimacy again with Him and enjoy Him and wrap ourselves, be, allow ourselves to be enveloped in Him and in His love. To Him be all the glory and the honor with all His saints in His holy church, now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven. <laughs>